Welcome to I-80 Sports. Um, for uh, the next few weeks, we're going to be uh, previewing college football, and I'm here with our panel. It's um, Rich Kerber and Ed Angus, and today we're just going to do a little introduction about ourselves so you get to know us, and then uh, you know, in future episodes, we'll be uh, talking about the, the different conferences and uh, teams to watch and the key players to watch. Okay, so um, why don't we start off, Ed, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and like why you're into college football so much? Yeah, college football has always been my first love. Uh, had a football in the crib when I was born. First gift from my father. So uh, I've been involved my whole life. Played Pop Warner, played high school. I'm too small to play in college. Um, came back home. I coached Pop Warner for a year, volunteered at my high school. Then ended up coaching high school football where I was the quarterback coach, offensive coordinator. And uh, I've just been – college football is number one for me, man. Always loved it. Follow it with a passion. And how did you become um, a fan of the Clemson Tigers? Oh, Clemson has always, always been my team. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it was something about watching them come down orange on orange when, uh, as Dabo says, they wear the orange britches. Uh, britches. But uh, something when they come out of the crowd, like everybody tells you it's the most exciting 25 seconds in college football. Okay, cool. All right, Rich, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I've been playing football my whole life. I started playing flag when I was a little kid at five years old, kindergarten. I started playing football. Uh, currently, I coach high school football I'm the varsity assistant I coach offensive and defensive line um, football was really my thing ever since I can remember I remember in elementary school first second third grade most kids wake up in the morning they watch cartoons on tv I would wake up I'd put sports center on see what was going on in the sports world I just always had a had an affinity for sports I really loved them and uh, I just fell in love with football it was the first sport I really fell in love with and uh, in the fall if I'm not coaching football or doing something with football I, I, I got to be doing something with football. It's always something with uh, watching college football. I wake up every Saturday from 12 to 12. You get 12 hours of football. It's awesome. I love doing that. Get everything I need to do in the morning. And I'll watch football for the next 12 hours. And uh, NFL, Sundays, same thing. And fantasy football is another thing of mine. So I really enjoy everything about football. I'm really like a nut with football. Okay. And what's uh, your favorite college team? I enjoy the Clemson Tigers also. So that's kind of a new fandom. <laughs> Um, recently I, I always loved the New York Giants and I was a huge fan ever since I was a little kid, but I never really had a college team. So recently the, the school, the high school I coach at, our colors are orange, brown, and white. And we've been using stuff on our uniform. We've been using the white paw that Clemson had. We would get some gear, t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts and stuff with the Clemson logo on it. So I started buying some Clemson stuff to pretend like it was for my high school and I just felt I, I just had 15 T-shirts with the Clemson Tiger logo on it. So I was like, I'm picking a team now. I got to stick with the team. I'm going to be a diehard fan now. So I chose the Clemson Tigers. Okay, that's good. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, I've been a fan of football ever since I was five years old down in uh, Seaside Heights. My mom, um, she won a uh, youth football helmet in Jersey, and it was the Colts and the Giants. So they let my brother go first. He took the Giants. Thank goodness, because I can't stand the Giants. But um, so I became a Colts fan when I was real little, and Burt Jones was my favorite quarterback. And then, um, unfortunately, the Colts lost to the Raiders in a playoff game, the the ghost to the post. Um, I, I was like, I, I was right before my sixth birthday, and I cried, and I was, I was like, I hate the Colts. So the Cowboys happened to win the Super Bowl that year, so I became a Cowboys fan. And my favorite school is the Pitt Panthers. Um, it. Because the first college football game I remember watching was um, Matt Cavanaugh was the quarterback at Pitt. And all they kept talking about was um, the freshman quarterback they had coming in the next year, which was Dan Marino. And so um, so I took an interest in Pitt, and then when Marino went to Pitt, 
I really became followed up and I, and I followed them ever since. And, um, so that's, uh, pretty much uh, my story. So, um, and, uh, so now you guys, uh, we can go a little about, uh, you guys coach football, right? Both of you? Well, I'd used to coach football. I still, I, did, I still but, volunteer. I'm not, I'm not yeah. paid anymore. If I had the time, I, I'd love to go back. I, I miss it. And, uh, much like, uh, Rich, um, uh, even though Metuchen, where I was, we were the Bulldogs. Um, I can officially take credit for taking the Clemson Tiger Paw and all our stuff, uh, as a tiger paw, even though we're the bulldogs, we use the same uh, logo that you. Yeah, you know it's it's good. It 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 just fit. Just it just fit. It was a natural progression. Just uh, I had all the gear, so I just had to be a fan. And they're good now too. So I don't want to be a front runner, but they are good now. <laughs> all right. So um, why don't we um next go into uh? And why don't you tell us and you know why um you like college, why college football is so great? Like what makes it so great? I I always tell people that I feel college football. The kids in college football, they're playing to get to the next level. Their goal is to be an NFL player, just to make a team, make a camp, whatever. So they're going to give 120% every play. Plus, I, I, I know we've all been to, but a college tailgate, you go to a college football game, it, it's an all-day event. Tailgate, you go to the game. After the game, you probably go back to another tailgate. It just continues, and it's just, just the atmosphere, the pageantry, everything about college football, I feel, just makes it, the, the best part, uh, the best sport there is in the country. And, you know, we're going to get into it next, but I, I got a lot of things that I'm excited about for uh, coming up here. And, and it, I believe Rich is going to tell you too later. It's, just, it's, it's about time we get back to normal, start getting stuff, you know, going back to. Normal. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Rich, uh, what do you, so what do you think? I mean, I've, I, I love, I always love the game of college football. I just love the sport, but I always had uh, a stronger attraction to college because kind of like Ed was saying is, they're they're playing to get to that next level. They're really just 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 the atmosphere, all the tradition, all the rivalries. Like you get those rivalries in college football, like rivalry week, Thanksgiving. That week is one of the best weeks for, for watching college football. You're you're the NFL starting to wind down. You're getting towards the the playoff push for college football, and it's just a time where you just they're just laying it all out on the line, and the competition is is awesome and i also enjoy about it is the different types of offenses they run so the nfl is limited in that aspect but i do enjoy the different types of offense and defense that colleges are willing to run to fit the personnel they have on the field and it just makes the game more exciting for me to see things rather than um the nfl where you're having the best athletes in the world you kind of have to see the guys you got in college football and it makes yeah. for some really exciting outcomes. I, I, that's a great, that's a great point rich that's absolutely great like you're not you're not going to be able to turn on a tv on sunday and watch someone like Kyler Murray and the Cardinals line up and run a run option football. You're mm-hmm. not going to see them run the offense like the Army and Navy. And then you think about someone like Navy that runs midline option. They spread it out now. Each week you got to prepare for that, but no one else plays that football. So that's why every year Navy's competitive with Notre Dame. Navy's competitive with the big schools they have because just like Rich said, they adapted their offense to the, the skill level of the players that that's something that you're not going to see at the end of it. To me, yeah, that makes I, it more exciting. Sorry. sorry, go ahead. That's no, okay. No, I agree with that too. I, I think that's um, – I, I, I like personally college football because of the matchups. I like the rivalries like Oklahoma, Nebraska back in the day. You know, Michigan, Ohio State. Even our, I always watched the Army-Navy game. I, I, I find that fascinating watching, you know, um, both sides line up with all the uh, midshipmen and the cadets on the, on the side, opposite sides of the um, – but, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I actually graduated from William Patterson, which is a Division three school. And uh, 
and, and I know I've been to plenty of pit Rutgers games. I, I, I was at Rutgers when they beat South Florida, um, they were ranked number two, you know, the atmosphere is just so much better. It's, um, you know, William Patterson's almost like a high school adjacent uh, football game. Unfortunately, even when we, we made the NCAA uh, playoffs the one year we played uh, Rowan, it, it, it didn't really even feel like a playoff game. It just felt like another football game, but, uh, but um, division one football, definitely. It's just uh, the passion. And like I said, I, I love the robberies and, it really makes it really uh, fun to watch. If you talk college football, as much as I hate to say it, the SEC is SEC is a top conference, and that's something uh, something that I'm excited about in 2022 is they've added a couple personalities. Uh, Lane Kiffin is at Ole Miss. Mike Leach is now at Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State got KJ Costello, uh, a grad transfer from Stanford, to come throw the ball around there. Uh, you know, guard, you, you know, pro guys Gardner Mitchell came through Mike Leach's offense at Washington State. Uh, and just their personalities, to add that to Saban, who is you know, the Darth Vader of the evil empire at Alabama, you put those guys in there, it, it's going to be quite exciting to watch uh, the SEC West in the years to come. And there's a lot of, lot of talk this year about Florida, always Georgia. Uh, SEC by far is the best conference, and little hometown bias, I, I always throw ACC in there next, even though I, I get a lot of argument professional about that. But, I'll go SEC and ACC. Uh, well, talking about Mike Leach, Mike Leach is is one of my favorite coaches of all time. He's just such a character. He did this press conference last year where he, he was talking about all the different mascots in the Pac-12, and yeah. <laughs> he said who would win in like a in like a battle. And I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. He just he just is is a character, and yeah, uh, the- I really enjoy Mike Leach as a coach and and the air raid system he runs. That's kind of Something you don't really see in the NFL too much. That's another reason why I said I liked college football. As uh, one of my favorite things is that air raid offense he runs. He kind of created that. He was one of the founders of that air raid offense. I just think it's going to be really exciting to see what he can do down in the SEC, which in my opinion, the SEC is the best conference. Um, You're always going to have those teams like Ohio State, the Big Ten. You're going to have teams uh, um, in other conferences that are always competitive. They're making the the, – college football national playoff but the sec to me is the most competitive conference they have the best athletes they have some of the best coaches so i would say the sec is really the cream of the crop when it comes to the conferences in college football and absolutely and add on to that mike leach already started off this year uh him and lane kiffin will be natural rivals with the egg bowl mississippi versus mississippi state and they were uh i believe it was actually a, 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 a gathering to get the confederate flag removed from the state but First thing that happened, Mike Leach was there. The minute Lane Kiffin walked in, Mike Leach reached over and pulled his mask down. So <laughs> Lane Kiffin I did see that. Yeah. You know, so th- those two guys, I hope they stay in there. It's nice to see them both in a big con for sure. Yeah, I, obviously, I think you have a hard time arguing with anybody that the SEC isn't uh, the best conference. But it's funny, for the second, the contrast in styles between the Big Ten and the uh, Big 12, because uh, the Big Ten's more smash mouth, defense, you know, more traditional football, you know. Going back to days like Bo Schembechler, you know, and, uh, Woody Hayes, and, you know, and uh, then they got the Big 12 with, you know, like the Oklahoma and TCU. And all these guys, they just throw the ball around. And I, I just find that fascinating, the contrast in the conferences. That's why I, I like the uh, the playoffs. They should expand it to like, like the least eight because this way you get more um, teams and more different styles playing each other. I think that would make it really exciting, you know, but we'll, we'll see. That, that's, um, I guess that's a debate for a show. And then before we wrap it up, Dave, I, I'd like to see what both of you guys are thinking about the uh, Heisman trophies. I, I jotted some stuff down. I think I personally think it's going to be between Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. 
Um, if you'd asked me a year ago, I would have said it's just Trevor Lawrence alone this year, but Justin Fields had an outstanding season at Ohio State. So I, I kind of have it going down between those two guys, but a couple dark horse guys that we can talk about in future episodes. I, 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 I wouldn't be afraid to put a little cash on ETN, the running back from Clemson, or, or Hubbard, the running back out of Oklahoma State. He, yeah. he's, he's a man. And then, you know, the typical grad transfer maneuver, uh, Georgia signed up uh, Jamie Newman, who – he, he was a great, he was great at Wake Forest last year. He had a really good year and I think he's going to fit in nice there. So I'd be curious to see what you guys are thinking in terms of your Heisman favorites. So, I mean, you got to definitely put Fields and Lawrence at the top. Um, I took a look at the FanDuel odds that they have up there currently. So currently Fields is, is plus 300. So he's the favorite. Then you have Lawrence at plus 600, Trevor Lawrence, DR King at plus 1200. And then a guy at uh, plus 1600 that I think has a really good chance to win the Heisman Trophy is Sam Allinger from Texas. I think he's a real sleeper. Um, he brought Texas to an 8-5 and five record last year, and kind of the last thing you have to go on, which is really all we can do right now, is, is, is past performances. He really took it to number 12 Utah on New Year's Eve in the Alamo Bowl. It was 38-10. to 10. And that Utah team two weeks prior, they were favorites to make the college football playoff. And then they lost the, the Pac-12 championship to – Oregon in a pretty ugly fashion also. But um, in that game, Ellinger threw for 200 yards, three TDs, and he had a pick. But they, he, really, he really showed me something in that game, and he's, he seems to finish each season. Like he had that quote. He said, we're back. He kind of says all that stuff. He's, uh, um, I'd be, he's I, a guy I would definitely have on my radar at plus 1,600 for FanDuel. The thing that scares me a little bit about him is his, his top two receivers graduate. That's true. And That's they both true. left. So I'm kind of like, and they got, I know he wants to run the ball because he's got about four or five running backs and they even brought in another running back. But yeah, he, he's a good player too. I, I was looking at your notes there, Rich. Actually, I saw that you put Spencer Rattler in there at Oklahoma. And I think everybody just got to put that in there because the system that they run there, it's, it's, it's made for quarterbacks to put numbers up. And, and Rattler had a decent high school, a very good high school career. He had a little, some issues his senior year. But uh, I'll be curious to see if he, he steps up the way the past three have done in Oklahoma. Yeah, he's kind of on yeah. there. Just the last two, the last two Heisman Trophy winners were Oklahoma quarterbacks, so he's got to be in the mix. It's the same system, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, we see some good stuff out of Oklahoma also. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They had the two previous winners plus a second place last year. So I mean, how can you not put some money on Oklahoma quarterback? And and um, I, I I like Etienne a lot too. The problem is though, I don't I don't think. A running back would have to just have to, I mean, totally dominate, like break um, Ron Dane's all-time rushing record, I think, to win the Heisman. I, I, I think that those days are over. Because who was the last one to win it for a running back? Was it Travis Henry? Um, I just uh, I just don't see them. You know, I think the running back is, is being Henry? more devalued. Oh, sorry, I said Travis. Sorry, yeah. Derrick Henry, my bad. Yes, Derrick Henry was the last one to win uh, the Heisman, I believe, right? Um, so I, I think, um, you know, the running back is just – the quarterback gets all the glory now, and he, it always has, but even more now, especially. And so, I, I think, I guess, I think a running back would have to have just an absolutely phenomenal year because, um, you know, the Wisconsin running back last year, he had, he had a, a phenomenal year, and he, he when he finished third in Heisman. Jonathan Taylor, I don't, he Jonathan wasn't even Taylor, yeah. he, he wasn't even invited to New York. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. And he, and he had a really, really good year. So yeah, then, so I, I don't see that. Yeah. And then to show our ACC bias here. Uh, one last guy I'd like to talk about and then let everybody finish up is a guy that actually chose the University of Miami. Everybody thought he was going to end up at Oklahoma, 
was a guy, uh, Derek, I can't say his first name correctly. Last name is King. Uh, he played at the University of Houston, got a little banged up, then sat out and decided he was going to transfer. But he was in the Heisman hopefuls and one of the front runners last season before he decided to stop playing. Uh, he's going to be at the University of Miami. I'm very curious to see what he does down there. He's got a probably All-American tight end. They got a handful of running backs and a couple decent wide receivers there. He could be the kid, even though they only have him for a year, that puts Miami back on in the national scene. Yeah. Uh, so in his career so far, he's thrown for over forty six hundred passing yards. He has over thirteen hundred rushing yards and seventy seven total touchdowns. So to me, that's definitely a guy that's going to be on the Heisman radar. Again, looking at those Fanduel odds, he's the third highest favorite right now, and that's without even taking a snap with the, with that Miami team. They they always have speed down at Miami. It's just something they're they're known for. They have the um, a lot of a lot of recruits from South Florida going to Miami. They had those great teams in the '80s with uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, um, guys like that in the past. So people from Florida, they just always from South Florida, especially, seem to love Miami. So they're always going to have some skill players down there. They're always going to have good teams. And um, De'Ara King. With that speed down there, I think he could really do some good things, and and he's he's definitely got to be in the in the running for for a Heisman finalist. And it's just going to make college football more exciting when the teams like Miami, Florida State, Notre Dame's been well, you know, doing well the past couple of years. But schools like that come back into the national picture. It's just going to be better for college football. Although I would I would like to see somebody new this year make the playoffs. To, you know, hang out in there with uh, Clemson. Okay, um, we're going to wrap this up in a minute or two, so why don't you guys just give me your final thoughts? Just uh, looking forward to breaking down the conferences. Uh, I, I believe we said we're going to do the Power Five conferences and then maybe uh, maybe a show on the group, of, uh, the group of six that always gets eligible for a bowl game. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys with some college football and uh, like uh, Rich said earlier, just getting back to normal, man. It, it's time for us to have some football on TV and start talking about, you know, when they're going to start instead of if they're exactly. I'm just excited to see. I'm just excited to see any kind of sporting event, like especially football, football season's coming. They're talking about bringing the MLB, the NBA should be starting soon. Um, I just really want to see that football get back to get back to normal as normal as we can be the fans in the stadium. If there's going to be fans in the stadium, I assume, I believe there probably will be in a limited capacity. That's just speculation. There's really no no evidence to back that up. But I feel like they're going to, it's such a moneymaker for the universities and they're losing out on a lot of money right now with all the pandemic going on and everything. But I think it's just the time. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back to the greatest game on earth and seeing some college football this fall. Yes, it would, it would definitely be great. Um, especially when all the things that could be happening in September when you're talking about the Kentucky Derby. You know, the Masters, I believe, is going to be played in September. You know, uh, college football coming back, uh, hopefully the NFL. Then, you know, the NHL and uh, um, NBA will be, like, in the, hopefully approaching the finals. And will be heading towards the playoffs. Because, you know, September could be a really great month. Um, so let's hope that um, people are smart and uh, we don't, uh, you know, get this thing back and have to uh, cancel everything again. Okay, so um, thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Um, we'll be back with uh, some more episodes. Like I said, we'll be previewing uh, the Power Five conferences and then some other teams, giving you some teams we like, you know, some Heisman hopefuls, and hopefully we can give you some things where maybe you can win some coin if it's illegal in your state. Okay? Um, thanks for uh, watching and listening. Uh, this has been I-80 Sports.